Greetings and welcome to the final 2020 episode of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force, and I'm the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. Well, 2020 is coming to an end, and I think that this is a great time for a little introspection and reflection as to what went right and what we could improve on in our medical practices. One thing that we didn't count on is we got kind of caught out of left field with the COVID pandemic, which wreaked havoc on our economy. And obviously, uh, a lot of people became ill. And we lost a lot of Americans to this. And through it all, you know, many of your medical practices thrive. You had to adjust to local rules and regulations. You had to adjust to some lockdowns in some places and even closing your practices for some short period of time in most cases. But what I saw as a common thread throughout the industry was you persevered. A lot of medical practices and a lot of our practices, practice partners were able to uh, persevere and move forward because they did the right things to help them kind of shield themselves from something like this occurring. And I think the lesson that we will learn out of 2020 and the hit to the economy is that you always have to be prepared in case something like this ever happens again. We're not out of it yet, but it looks like we're coming out of it, so we're really excited. So as far as you know, this past year, again, I saw a lot of success in hormone replacement therapy and sexual wellness. Uh, I think aesthetics took a little, little bit of a hit this year. Uh, I did see regenerative medicine really start to tick up as the year went on. And you know what I noticed as a marketing and sales company is that people were, even though they were spending more time at home and maybe had you know a little bit less money to spend, they were really starting to be introspective themselves and think about their health and realizing they needed that you know that more energy, that sex drive, the ability to perform, um, just that overall feeling of self self satisfaction and feeling good about themselves. And we're still seeking out medical treatment, you know, from our private care, private pay uh, care providers. So this year, 2021, I just want to talk about some success tips. And there's really some really simple things that you can do to make sure that you're prepared for the year, uh, regardless of what's being thrown at you, prepare to make sure that your infrastructure is intact and that you're setting yourself, you know, up for a successful year. So a lot of it is a mindset. I know we want to get the last couple of days out of the year uh, out of the way and get on to the business of January. So I'm really excited about that opportunity and hope that you are too. So, the, you know, the first thing we need to think about, of course, is what went right and what didn't go so well. And that all goes back to in the beginning of 2020, if you listen to this podcast, it's about coming up with a plan. You need to have a plan for next year. And we are right on the cusp of 2021. So if you haven't made your plan for next year and don't have it down in writing, this is a good time over the next couple of days or even over the weekend to get set for January. So really, as far as the first business day of the year, uh, it starts on January the 4th. So what are some of the things that you really should think about? Number one, from a marketing perspective, because it really is about marketing. Your job uh, as providers, your job as medical practices is to always be bringing new prospective patients into the practice and 
continuing the great service and the great job you do with your existing patients. So I think that, you know, we start always elementary is that, you know, is your website look good? Is your website very functional? Do people know what you do when they get to their website? And are they apt to want to contact you or have you contact them? So, you know, having your website be a match of the physical manifestation online of your actual practice, that's really, really important. You can't have a million dollar looking practice and a $2,000 looking website. Not that you have to have a fancy website, something again, that's versatile, something that's easy to read and people are uh, encapsulated in what you're doing when they get there. The other thing you need to do is really make sure that your SEO is spot on. Uh, we do a tremendous amount of SEO and I know that our team has worked tirelessly to keep our practices rankings up uh, during you know the rough times we had economically this year and health wise uh, it was focusing on on our client and our partner keywords making sure that all their backlinks were done making sure their on-page and off-page optimization was done that flowed into their social media and that their rankings for their keywords the things that people are looking for in your area in regards to your treatment are being found you know, on the first page, couple pages of Google. And that's a long process, so that's not something that's just gonna happen you know, in two months. I mean, that's something that evolves over time, you know, but after six, eight, 12 months, you should see most of your treatments ranking on the first page, your business listing ranking on the first page, and so relevant to make sure that you have as much visibility as possible. Uh, and think about you know, who's doing your SEO, are you getting the kind of results that you want, and uh, if not, you know, what changes do you need to make or, or where are you going to go or what are you going to do? But one thing you want to make sure you don't do is, and one thing that we had suggested, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic was do not cut the money back from your SEO. SEO is invaluable. And some people say to me, well, I don't really need SEO. You do need SEO because unless you're going to do paid ads, which is something I definitely am a proponent of, you're going to need to invest you know, a couple thousand dollars into a great SEO program, again, just to make sure that you're relevant. Um, now, as far as paid advertising is concerned, I definitely wouldn't just go out and start a paid advertising account, whether it be on social media, Facebook, or it's Google, or what have you. You know, there has to be a strategy around that too. Who do you want to be your uh, patients? You know, what do they look like? Where do they come from? What do they read? All the things that we talked about in creating an avatar. So, that's very, very important that when you're doing paid ads, if you're doing paid ads, that they're, you're either hiring a company that really understands paid ads or generates you know, them for you. Uh, and we have our turbo lead generator, which has been done an amazing job this year. And we've uh, created thousands and thousands of leads this year for our practice partners. And we've had great success as far as conversions are concerned. You don't want to ever work with a company that makes it too easy for an individual to submit a lead without really understanding what your treatments are. So, you know, landing pages and, and, and video, that's very important to have in any kind of paid ad lead generating activity that you take. Their people are engaged. They understand exactly what it is that their, you know, that your treatments are and what the benefit is going to be for them. And then they're going to uh, submit a lead via form or a phone call with their interests. And again, you know, we talk a lot about 
marketing and sales. But when it comes down to it and you think about your practice and strip it all away, you're a great provider with a lot of talent and skill. Uh, you're very, very passionate about what you do, fiercely loyal to your patient. But in order for the practice to continue to grow, you constantly have to bring a new flow of patients into that practice. And the only way you're going to do that is through advertising, whether it be through your SEO, whether it be through paid advertising, which I'm a huge proponent of both, uh, attending local events, which was a little bit harder this year, um, getting out and just becoming really known in the community. Uh, it was hard to attend workshops and seminars this year, but there's plenty of things done virtually. And by the way, if you want a virtual webinar or seminar, for your practice, all you need to do is give me a call at 888-292-1147, and we will do an hour or two uh, seminar online for any specific uh, subject that you're interested in your uh, team learning. How to answer the phones, uh, how to follow up with leads, what's the best system to store your, your leads or prospects. All those things are just super important to the success of your practice. And if you really don't know how to do those things or, you know, you're thinking to yourself, well, how do I get this plan in place? Again, you can call me anytime and we'll go over a specific strategy for your practice, again, to increase the number of people seeing your practice and being interested in your practice and becoming a new patient. So new patients, uh, getting new patients is a matter of conversions. You can have all the, you know, uh, leads in the world, but number one, we, we want qualified leads and qualified means leads mean intent to buy. It doesn't mean they're going to buy the first time that they call you. And that's qu quite often what frustrates people thinking, oh, that person's not interested because I just had a conversation with them and, you know, they didn't want to get started. Well, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Did they like the person they were speaking to on the phone? Were you just giving out prices? When I say you, I'm talking about whoever's representing your practice without getting to know the person, building a relationship. And these are all subjects you can go back to any one of these uh, podcasts and you know listen to the logic behind you know speaking to people and building relationships and finding out what they want. But statistically, you know only four percent of people are going to buy on the first try. So. That shows you that there's 96% worth of effort needed on the back end of that, that you need to follow up. And it needs to be not only, you know, an email, but it needs to be a text. It needs to be a phone call. And that needs to be set up in an organized fashion. Now, we have our Vortex Concierge Call Center where we have a staff of sales consultants who actually do all the inbound and outbound calls for your practice where all you really need to do is worry about treating and what we help you do is not only get leads but we also help you convert those leads and again this is something that if you want to learn more about how your practice can be better at converting we can set up a time to do a webinar and do a Zoom call and talk about, you know, what are all those factors and what should we be doing to make sure that we are successfully converting potential prospects into patients? Because I know, you know, you're going to say to yourself, well, if you're not getting a lot of patients in, and I never this, this year, like our company, I can know we, we didn't talk about COVID and we didn't ignore it, but, you know, we just put our heads down and we went straight, bold straight ahead strategically thinking, okay, what is the best things that we can do to keep our customers relevant, you know, as the country, you know, goes through what it is. And a lot of that just really came down to gritting it out, 
continuing to follow up, letting your prospective patients know that you're still there. Uh, you don't want anybody to think you're going out of business, of course, because then they're going to go to the next business seeking solution. So, you know, I, I commend those of you that really committed to your marketing, kept your, you know, your visibility up, kept your name out there. Uh, and those are the practices that continue to thrive. I saw some of our practices never missed a beat. So the revenue never went down. Some practices it went well up, well, you know, further north. Um, during the pandemic. So it's everything is possible. It really just comes down to the way that you're structured, your mindset, and what you're willing to do to succeed. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the people you surround yourself with. So, you know, who is your, who's answering your phones, who's speaking to your potential client, who's doing your consultations, um, who's actually generating your, you know, your leads for you. And, you know, sometimes I, I really believe that if it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. So I know as practitioners, many people are, you know, solicited by a lot of different marketing companies. You know, we do this, we do that. And, and that's great. Ask some questions and then, uh, you, know, you know, hold their feet to the fire. Uh, make sure that you are getting an ample number of leads, but it's not more the better. It's more quality, the better. And guess what? It takes sometimes a lot of testing, what have you, to find that quality. So, you know, if you're working with a marketing company, give them feedback. You know, I'm not saying that if things aren't going northward for revenues, that just, you know, tell them you're fired or we're not going to work with you anymore. Try to work things out first. You know, they should be responsive to you and nobody should have too big of an ego that they're not willing to change some things. You know, if it's just cookie cutter, and that's just the way it is. And that's just the way it is. Because it's pretty easy to generate leads and get somebody's name and number without them knowing too much about what it is they're getting involved with. Um, so you want some, you know, you want a lead generation a company that's going to have some friction points in their advertising and then things that really resonate with prospects that you're looking for. Uh, another thing you need to think about with your prospects is your communication and with your patients. You know, how often are you communicating with your patients and prospects? Um, is that reflecting in, you know, positive revenue flow? Um, are they getting into the mix of the communication with you? Are you sending out too much, too little? Um, there's a lot of things to think about. You know, I think the rule of thumb is don't, when you're sending out anything that has text in it, don't make it too long that people are going to get bored or lose interest after, you know, the second paragraph, you know, keep it to a paragraph or two realizing that most people might not read it. Um, but if they do read it, you want it to be something impactful. It could just be saying, hello, how are you? you know, how's, how's everything going? Uh, so, you know, a lot of room, you know, for improvement across the board for every single practice when it comes down to communication. So what are your expectations this year? I think that's another, you know, big uh, question to ask yourself. You know, what are you expecting this year out of your practice uh, what what do you need to make every single month to break even and how far above that break even point do you need to have revenues to be profitable and how much profit are you actually seeking? So from a financial standpoint, you need to have expectations, you know, this year. If you need to generate, I'm going to just use arbitrary numbers, $25,000 a month. Well, you need to have that roadmap to get to $25,000 a month because it's just not going to appear. I see some really successful practices that do very well with their existing patients. 
let's say, you know, practice A has 100 patients and they're continuously servicing and not really losing or having, um, you know, a lot of people, at, you know, really uh, stepping out or leaving the practice. But and their practice can grow that way as far as long as those people are spending more and getting more treatments. But the true way to grow is obviously to have a great base, have your 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 patients that are raving fans who love your practice and always adding new patients you know to the practice to help you increase your revenue and that's really a healthy healthy practice if you're able to get to a point where you know 60 or 70 percent of your revenue is coming from your existing patients on an ongoing basis and you can get 30 to 40 percent new revenue of your total you know percentage of your total revenue every month added to that then you're going to have a really super healthy practice but i think the first thing you need to do is you know, what are your expectations for 2021? Do you have the best team around you? You know, what's your marketing plan? What's your sales strategy? What's your overall practice strategy? You know, what are you going to do differently this year than you did last year? And what's important in that is really think about, you know, what did we do this year? Again, as you're reviewing, and I would review this with your team, sit with a dry erase board or a pad and, you know, put down what worked and what didn't work and start to figure out, well, how do we get more of the it worked uh, checks in that column and how do we eliminate more of the it didn't work? So, and I think collectively you need to sit with your team and just discuss all the things that went well. And I'm not just talking from a sales and marketing perspective, I'm talking through an operational perspective as well. Um, did you, is your EMR set up correctly? Uh, are you tracking your patients correctly? Is how, what's your supply flow in and out from your manufacturers? Uh, is everything you know being handled in a way that's not causing any kind of havoc at the practice where there's not a lot of confusion or you're just feel like you're spinning your wheel sometimes? And I know that those things happen and sometimes you just need to take a really just a quick step back and say, all right, you know, let's get this together. Let's decide you know what it is that we're going to do to make things uh, flow smoother. Um, and you can't like, I really, you know, before you know it, I think as you realize these years are going by fast. So, you know, this year to me, uh, you know, maybe because I'm getting up there in age, this year flew by really fast. And I already know that, you know, within 12, these next 12 months will go by really quickly where we're listening to a podcast about, what went right and what went wrong in 2021 as we move into 2022. But I think every month's important. Uh, you need to treat every month as though it's going to be your busiest month. You know, for many businesses, the first quarter of the, of the next of the new year is typically their busiest, uh, especially when it comes to health related, because people are making a lot of New Year's resolutions. They're going to take care of their health. They want more strength. They want more energy. They want to look better. They want to feel better. They want better sex all of those things. And when you have the offerings for them and you're visible and they can find you, then you're going to be the beneficiary of getting those new patients and, and new revenues. But again, it's don't wait until June to look back and say, what do we do wrong the first half of the year? Have a plan, write it down. It doesn't have to be uh, complex. It doesn't have to be 30 pages. You really just need to know, here's our top five goals. Here's who who's responsible. Who here are the vendors we're working for to be responsible to help us with this, and then we're gonna you know check our results uh, you know daily, weekly, monthly. 
And, you know, that's, I guess that's the, you know, last thing I really want to encourage is inspecting what you expect, um, you know, holding vendors responsible, holding, you know, again, your team and yourself responsible for measuring your results. Uh, you can, you know, if you're not looking at things on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, or if you ever say, I'm not really sure, not that you have to know everything, but somebody has to be responsible for everything. So I think that accountability is, uh, you know, sometimes an underused principle. I mean, holding people accountable is really, really important. Uh, it's yourself. It starts with yourself, holding yourself accountable for your expectations. It's holding, again, your team accountable. It's holding your patients accountable for uh, properly doing their treatment programs and making sure that, you know, when you're following up, that they're doing the right things to be successful. Holding your marketing companies accountable for having great communication with you. I know that for, you know, one of the most important thing for us, obviously, you know, we want our practice partners to be successful, but we want to be great communicators. So, you know, we have, a, a rule or one of our values is, you know, instant communication that one of one of our our partners reaches out to us, they need something, we're going to respond to them as quickly as possible. And we're going to resolve anything they need as quickly as possible as well. But letting things sit, not getting back to people, that's not acceptable. And I know that everybody goes through that with different, um, you know, vendors or manufacturers and what have you. It's not about being mean. It's not about demanding. It's just about, you know, building those great relationships and letting your vendors know what your expectations are of them. Um, so just think about, you know, just to kind of recap, you know, this year, you know, it had its ups and its downs. Uh, we survived it. You know, we're getting through it. Uh, we still have more health challenges uh, nationally and some more economic challenges as we move into 2021. That does not mean that you should not, cannot, and will not benefit from the amazing services, treatments that you offer at your practice. It's just positioning yourself in a way that those people that are ready to do something now or in the very near future are going to do it with you. Again, when somebody says no, they're not saying no, I'm not interested. They're basically saying no to, you know, to right now is not the best time. And I can tell you some of our biggest successes when it comes to conversions comes down to people that we've been following up with for four or five or six months because they're constantly hearing from us. They feel uh, secure, comfortable, and excited. Um, the other things we need to, you know, again, think about is, you know, how good is your SEO? Do you have a good SEO plan? Do you have a good SEO company? Uh, are you gonna, what type of paid advertising are you going to do this year? Uh, is your is your technology working? Your EMR, your CRM, your email systems? Do you have a great team around you? Have you surrounded yourself with the best people? Or is everybody doing what they are expected to do? Inspecting what you expect? Um, does your website look good? What's your plan for the year? You know, how much revenue did you want to do on a monthly basis or do you need to do to be profitable? And what's the game plan to get there? It's easy to put something on paper, but having on paper is the first step. Now we can look at it, say, okay, yeah, I have it in front of me. All right. Now what's going to be the execution plan? Um, having a great attitude, you know, being friendly, you know, working hard and making sure that you maintain these great relationships you've had with your, with your patients, um, getting back to past patients, getting them back in the mix, uh, committing to coming back and checking out, you know, all the wonderful things that you do, 
making sure your whole team is working, uh, you know, as one to achieve all of your goals and then just going for it, just making sure that, you know, you're excited about what's coming. Uh, you made mistakes last year. It's okay. We all make a lot of mistakes. I, I really have a lot of respect for people who could say, you know what, I made a mistake or, and I learned from it. And here's what I'm going to do to make sure I don't make those mistakes again. And as far as we're concerned, medical marketing solutions, you know, we do provide excellent SEO, right? So we do website development. We have our concierge call center. Uh, we do have our turbocharged lead generator, which has been just phenomenal, $35 leads, no setup fee, no setup costs. Uh, we do consulting, webinars, so always somewhere in here for you. You know, my the purpose of these, um, these podcasts is to educate you. I'm not really trying to uh, sell you, but we would love to be a part of your practice and help you be successful as we have so many other practices. But I do hope that you can share these podcasts with your team. Like I said, education is very important to us and making sure that you're, uh, you're really uh, equipped and ready for success. So again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is the... Uh, turbocharged md podcast the final podcast of 2020 i am really excited for 2021 we have a lot of big things happening here at medical marketing solutions that we're super excited about we made a lot of mistakes last year uh fortunately none of them were catastrophic but we learned from those mistakes and we became a stronger company and we look forward to working with you you can Call me, Rich Force, anytime at 888-292-1147 or check out our all-new redesigned website at www.medicalmarketingsolution, no S on the end, dot com. Happy New Year from all of us at Medical Marketing Solutions. Let's get those revenues turbocharged and let's have a great 2021.